Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Ruthie Dornfeld. We recorded this back in February at her home in Seattle, Washington. Get Up in the Cool is listener-funded. Shout out to the show's newest Patreon supporters. I hope I say your names correctly or close to correctly. Hannah Avalone, Rena Ulvang, and Gabriel Yu Furtado. Thank you. It means a lot, especially in these weird times. To my other listeners who haven't yet signed up to fund the show, you can follow the link in this episode's show notes on your podcast app to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, find a level that you can comfortably sustain, and of course, get some exclusive rewards like full video episodes, a secret bonus track podcast, an mp3 archive of every tune and song ever played on the show, and online banjo workshops. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to keep up with this week's guest. Here's my interview and jam with Ruthie Dornfeld. Enjoy. I said right before we recorded that, I feel warmed up now. And then you were basically like, good. <laughs> and then, oh, okay, we're doing it at that tempo. Cool. <laughs> Ruthie Dornfeld, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. 
Thank you. And thank you for welcoming me into your home. Mm -hmm. We're in Seattle. How long have you lived here in Seattle? I think maybe 22 years or something, something like that. but you haven't always been here. You said you grew up in Oregon. I grew up in Oregon. Then I came to Seattle, um, started playing old time music in Seattle, but that only lasted for like a year and a half. And then I, um, I ended up going to the East Coast and spending 15 years there and then returning. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's my, my main connection to you, at least that I know of, is that I'm good friends with Ruth Rappaport and Ben Weatherby, and uh, you and Ruth were poodles together. That's right. Or mm-hmm. rather, the poodles. The poodles, <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> I think I saw one video of you all together. Did There was three of you, right? There was four of us. Four of yeah. them. Did you all have curly hair? No, it was really uh, me and Leah Weiss, the two fiddlers okay. that had the curliest hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is poodle-esque. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm assuming that had something to do with the, the name. Did, yeah. And what, what all did you play? Uh, we played a lot of old-time fiddle tunes, and then we played uh, like country songs and old-time songs and various other things that we felt like. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's good to do things when you feel like doing them. Yeah. Uh, so, well, take us back. When did you start playing this instrument? Not this specific object, right. but the violin I in any capacity. I started when I was 11. Yeah. Why? And um, because my my grandfather played violin, and so it was in the family, and my father was trying to get somebody to take it up. And he tried to get my older sister to take it up, but she wasn't that interested. But as soon as I saw her try it, then I wanted to do it. And so I did. And that was with, um, I, I took classical violin lessons. Hmm until I was about 18. Then I tried to learn to play by ear. That was a big ordeal. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> and it's hard, <laughs> but I, I managed it after a while. And yeah. then I, I kind of went on the dual thing of old time music and Irish music, because hmm. I loved them both and I couldn't decide which I liked more. So you didn't? Uh, I didn't you choose, didn't, I yeah. just did both. Great. <laughs> Uh, I mean, was that challenging to learn two different vernacular fiddle I mean, styles at the same time? I probably, um, I probably mixed them up a little bit and I probably still mix them up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've, I did the best I could, but I'm not a, I'm so eclectic. I'm, I'm not really a purist, so I just don't worry about it too much. I just, uh, do the best I can. That's so. all. How did you now are you eclectic in other areas of your yes. life? Yes. In general. So in like, general. Yeah. I it, don't have a specialty in cooking or okay. <laughs> like lots of different things. Yeah. Have have you always been that way? Like since you were since you so, were little. Yeah. yeah you just it does it come nature. from a place of getting restless and bored or just a place of like oh, I, I wanna do that. I wanna do that. It's more like that. I think yeah. it's like uh, liking a lot of things. Liking a lot of things. <laughs> being curious. Yeah. And but it is true in um, fiddling that I, I did try to get, kind of go deep into Irish music by going to Ireland. Uh, I was going to go deep into old time music and go to Appalachia, but then I never ended up there. I ended up going to the East Coast and and being in New England instead. Yeah. So, <laughs> that never really happened. 
but I but I know there was a point when I I heard Swedish music and I thought that was really cool. But at, at that point, I felt like I can't pursue it in a big way because it's right. just too much. Right, because you maybe you like it so much that it would be like frustrating to have to put yeah. other things that you yeah. like aside. Yeah, you have to draw a line somewhere. Right. So really what I do is I just learn tunes and that I like and I try to absorb some details about them. But. Yeah. Uh, is this your only instrument then? You mean uh, the, the, vi- violin? the violin? Yeah. It's the one that I'm best at. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I play a little piano and uh, I used to play guitar but not so much anymore. So, so this is the one that you explore other That's music right. traditions with. Yeah, definitely. Great. Fortunately there are so so many fiddle traditions. Violin, yeah, good you for can that. really take yeah. it anywhere yep. and it's not too big either. I know. Yeah. It's really useful that way. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, what what should we play next? That was Piney Woods that Gal. That was Piney Woods Gals. Yeah. And Gals. how about um, Broken Down Gambler? Great. Do you know where this tune is from? Where? I think it's from the Skillet Liquors. Oh, very good. Yeah.
I was having fun and I was like in there thinking, I'm not going to make eye contact. I don't want to, I don't want her to think that she could just see me. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to look up a little later. <laughs> Broken down gambler. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that, that is an, an, an appropriately manic yes, <laughs> tune yes. for the, for the title. Very good. Hmm. Let me get to the key of A real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'll get my other fiddle. So when and how did you first hear about old time music? If you were playing classical music up until you were 18, where did you, how were you exposed to it? I think it was um, at a grade school. I don't remember why I was there, but there was an old time fiddler that came. Oh. I, I, I was older than grade school, but for some reason I was there anyway. You're at a grade school, and there was an old time fiddler <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I think I was in high school, maybe. Is and this still in Corvallis? In Corvallis. Yeah, okay. Old time fiddler came Great. and did a demo. And um, and then I heard about the old, um, the Oregon Old Time Fiddlers Association were doing the, um, the state contest. Right. So I went down to that. <laughs> Now, the Oregon, I, I'm not that familiar with them, but my impression is that like capital O, capital T, old time, mm -hmm. like that's spread out throughout the, throughout the world, but throughout the states is some, somehow different than also capital O, capital T, old time <laughs> of, of like fiddlers it's, it's societies an it's I an say, overlap I yeah say. yeah yeah so what what is i've heard that there's a lot of sheet music reading in those jams and things like that is that true is it what no it wasn't i mean that may be true now but it wasn't true then yeah what was it like um, well they had a contest and nobody's reading music at the contest oh, well sure yeah <laughs> and the, and the you know in the parking lot picking kind of thing uh nobody's okay. reading music there either okay I think where there is sometimes reading music is at the, you know, the, the regular jam sessions. Yes. And, and I think they do that just to make it more accessible for people sure. that, that don't know how to approach the music any other way. Right. Who grew up yeah. reading music like exactly. yourself and yeah. yeah, aren't ready to start learning by ear yet. Right. But I mean, the... Um, Was it Appalachian style fiddling, Texas fiddling? No. No, it was, I mean, it was really local Oregon fiddlers. And so it was a mix of, I mean, I guess it's Oregon fiddling, but uh, to me now, I would say a little bit Texas-y, maybe yeah. a little bit Canadian, maybe yeah. too. I'm still trying to figure out what that means yeah. as like a Pacific Northwestern. Yeah. Like what is the music that I've Yeah, well, I think a um, person that would really know that, a couple of people in town would really know that, Vivian Williams and... Um, Stuart okay. Williams. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that you can say, where did the people, fiddlers come from originally and brought their style with them? Right. I, I, from what I've heard, I think a lot of people came from the Midwest. So Sure. So kind of a Midwestern style. But then things come down from Canada to, you know, yeah. contests draw people. And the, right. So, yeah. And people mix around. So you went to a contest. So I went to a contest. Yes. And at that contest, I heard, um, I heard the contest tunes, but I also really liked the jam, the jamming that was going on. And there were two different um, genres happening then. 
there was the American style and then there was the Irish style. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I heard them both and then I couldn't decide which I liked right. better. So mm -hmm. when, uh, obviously you, you pursued both, mm -hmm. who, who helped you learn how to play old time music or did you do it all from like recordings and like how did you go about i did it mostly from recordings but i came up to olympia um and at evergreen college they had a country music program i was not in it but i hung around other people that were in it yes <laughs> and so there was kind of a group of people that were all learning the music at the same time and yeah. so there's a lot of jamming and and then they made a bunch of babies and now olympia is like a fiddle kid haven <laughs> like it's, well, yeah. a lot of those people moved to seattle too okay, yeah so yeah. and then and still play so. yeah well what what do you want to play next um let's play ways of the world it's one of my yes. all-time favorites right Thank you. 
So after all your exploring, what do you play today for fun? Like, is there any genre that like day to day you end up playing more or like, what is your musical outlet? Um, I don't know if you could say day to day, but you're going to think this is funny. Would okay. I play for fun now? Classical music. Great. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. I love classical music. Yeah. But that's only like with other people. I don't like do it on my own. You don't prepare solo violin no, music. You like just, playing chamber music. Exactly. I like playing chamber, chamber music. music is and fun. Sight reading chamber music. That's what I Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, the little bit that I, that I've done, uh, studying piano in college, mm-hmm. uh, I remember having similar feelings to it as as to jams. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I yeah. have to be like pretty sober when I'm like playing chamber music. Right. Like, I mean, not in attitude, but in right. like chemically. Yes. And you know, especially and, playing you play piano. Uh, yes, that's like reading piano, sight reading piano is yeah. requires a lot of <laughs> mental effort. I think. So, do you actually go out and perform that, or do no, you just no, you no, just get never. together and play like quartets and stuff? Uh, I play trios a lot with because my brother plays cello. Oh, great! And we have a pianist we play with. Oh, wonderful! What what do you play something new every time, or do you just like let's play that one? That we <laughs> no, we used to always play something new every time, but then lately we thought, oh, maybe we should just play the same one a few times in a row and actually practice a little bit beforehand so yeah that's our new idea yeah <laughs> what a concept yeah. i know revolutionary mm. yeah i was looking at your lp collection over here and the ones that that pop out uh there's two right next to each other mm-hmm. and one of them is texas fiddle favorites and then the next one is de virtuos viola de gamba yes <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce that but <laughs> yeah um it's Cap- captures the the our whole conversation yes, basically right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> very good hmm i need to get back into playing classical music yeah, yeah it's it's been a minute <laughs> but i haven't been hanging out with classical musicians or maybe i have and they they're just not out right <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh let me get to the key of d real quick so okay. we can play this cowboy's game <laughs> Uh, Cowboy's, Cowboy's Dream. Dream. Yeah, where did you get this tune? I don't remember. You it don't was remember. One that a lot but of it's people were playing now. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Cowboys and their dreams. <laughs> Thank you. 
Very good. Where do people go to hear your recorded music? Um, I do buy it. <laughs> um, they can go to my website, Great. which is ruthiedornfeld.com. Great. Linked in the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think there's, there's a little bit on CD Baby, but of course I'd rather you go to my website. Great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. And do you teach as well? I do. Yeah. Great. I, I, in fact, um, I probably teach more than I perform. And, okay, uh, great. I, I love teaching, actually. Great. And I'm assuming there's some sort of contact form on your website. Yeah, there great. is. Great. And that would be maybe the best it way. Would, yeah. Great. You can, uh, Ruthie D at Eskimo.com. Great. There you go. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, thanks so much for taking a little bit of your Saturday afternoon to do this. And That was fun. Yeah. Great. Fun to play with. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. Good tunes. All right. Uh, what should we end with here? Let's end with... John Brown's dream. John Brown's dream.
Goofy has a live stream concert this Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. It's part of COVID Concerts 2, the Trad Cafe edition. You should check out the rest of the lineup as well. There are some pretty big names. And make sure in the meantime to check out Ruthie's website at ruthiedornfeld.com to schedule a fiddle lesson and buy her albums. You can support Get Up In The Cool at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Order a t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up In The Cool's Teespring store. Make sure to like and follow Get Up In The Cool on Facebook so you can see the video I posted from this episode and share it with everyone you know. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up In The Cool. And everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.